Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Faith Family and Fellowship. I'm Otis Robinson. This is Bronte Robinson. And we are excited to be back online with you for the podcast. We took a few uh, weeks off, take a little break to do some other stuff. And so we're excited to be back uh, with our Faith Family and Fellowship group. Yes, yes. Indeed. And so this is essentially episode number four. Mm-hmm. We're rocking and rolling. We have three up. If you haven't listened to those, go back and check those out where we talk about faith, family, and fellowship. So today, in today's episode, we want to talk about generational commitment. Mm-hmm. Generational commitment. And what I mean by that is that um, as we see time moving forward, people are living longer, thank God. Uh, we're, we're living to um, older ages. And because of that, though, it puts uh, part of the population in a conundrum of some sort where they're having to take care of their aging parents. Yes. And both of our parents have kind of um, fallen in that basket as well as far as having the responsibility of either putting their parents in a home or in some kind of care facility um, or you make the decision to take care of your parents yourself and that means that you will either keep them at the house with you or you are responsible for constantly going by to check on them in their own home if they're able to stay in their own home Mm -hmm. and when you think about approaching uh things like this it can be challenging you know this is a huge decision that you have to make um, and of course, you want to honor your parents mm-hmm. all the days of their life because they, they did take care of you. Um, but, you know, you really have to examine if you're going to be able to give them the best care right. or if you have to hire someone to come assist you to, you know, care for them or if it's best for you to put them in a uh, long term care facility or, or something like that. Yeah. And and we certainly are not at the point where we have to make those decisions. But I can imagine that that is a very difficult decision to make. Yes. Uh, the challenge of do I do I if I have the financial means, that's a whole nother thing to discuss right, right there. If right. I have the financial means to be able to take care of them, to put them in a facility that that will take care of them. And then the challenge of picking the right facility to be able to take care of them, because we know that not all uh, healthcare facilities are equal. Mm-hmm. Some some are better than others. And, you know, you hate to say that, but there are some that provide better care than others would. And then you have the whole dilemma of are, are people being abused? Yeah. And man, the horror stories that we've heard. Yeah. It, it kind of frightens you to even think about putting your parents in a, in a facility. Right. And if you are to put them in a facility, like you said, the financial burden mm-hmm. is, is tremendous. So, you know, that has caused us to examine our lives now, you know, right. to prepare in case we do have to do something like this for our parents and us being able to financially sustain that care. Right. Right. So when you think about working to take care of your family, you know, oftentimes that's your immediate family. You're thinking about your spouse and your children. But, you know, this day and age, because we are living longer, thank God, we have to think about also uh, the cycle coming back around where you're having to probably be responsible for your parents at some point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we pray for long life and long health and um, 
having our right mind, being able to right. cognitively think and do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth of the matter is that's not always the case. And so you have to kind of be prepared for what might come. So our parents being in that situation, my, my mom and dad are taking care of my my grandmother and my great aunt, which is uh, my mom's mom and my grandmother's sister. They have both of them. Mm-hmm. And they are responsible for taking care of both of them. So you're talking about double duty to ensure that they are get, they're taking their medications, yeah. that they're they're eating right, that they're going to all of their hosp their their doctor's appointments, right. um, getting them back and forth, and making sure that they're somewhere. That's a lot on. That's heavy. Someone, you know what I mean. So um, my mom and dad are doing an excellent job of taking care of them, but I know that there are moments where you know it's kind of difficult. It's, mm-hmm. it's challenging to be able to manage that. And um, we're just talking about my mom's mom. We're not talking about you know what if my dad, my dad's mom and and dad are, have passed away, uh, but what if they had had double duty in mm-hmm. that regard? You know, so there's right. a, there's a lot of there are a lot of layers there that could really affect a family. And so we have to kind of think about that and prepare for that. Yeah, and not only the physical care, you know, the day-to-day things that you do to care for them, but also emotionally, you mm-hmm. know, mentally, they're going through seeing their parents age and right. not be able to do the things they used to do and, you know, missing the days that were, you know, the days right. that that's passed. And so that can be... Um, that can be very challenging, and so it's important also to have an outlet for them, right? Uh, because you can become overwhelmed taking care of someone else that you're not taking care of yourself, and so you have to be very mindful, you know, of that. Um, yeah. Having a great support system is going to be essential in the in that phase of life. Absolutely, um, having the support, and so certainly having siblings um, mm-hmm. uh, should be beneficial for you. Where if you have siblings that will be willing to step up and then, you know, I think siblings have to be very sensitive to what's happening to whoever the primary caregiver will be for the parents. Um, They need to be sensitive to what that that particular sibling is going through that's keeping the parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Let let me find this is what I would be saying, I I think, is that let me find some time to relieve them. Let me find some time to to go and be with them so that they can get a break as well, because it, it does consume your life Right. to where, especially if you had a lifestyle where you used to travel, you used to go and do things or have fun. And now all of that is just automatically cut off because you have to first think about having care in place for your parents. Yeah. And that's where communication between the siblings has to take place. And so, you know, it's imperative to have a relationship with the sibling so that you're able to effectively communicate the care um, and and make a plan for caring for those loved ones that need extra assistance. Yeah. And having our parents go through it, we could see it firsthand. Yeah. I mean, my mom is going through it. Your your mom and dad went Went through it. Went through it, yeah. Mm -hmm. My grandmother passed on. But, yeah, it it was... it was a burden, you know, and um, they had to hire people to come in and, yeah. you know, people not being consistent with coming in and, you know, you wanting people in and out of your home and, you know, just all that kind of stuff. And you can't go where you want to go and stay how long you want to stay because you've got to get back home to yeah. care for that loved one. So I can imagine that it was a stressful time. Also, you know, you feel like it is my duty. So right. I'm sure there was some kind of um, you took pride in doing that because they've taken care of you 
Um, so it's just a part of life that some of us have to go through. But, you know, preparation ahead of time will make it much easier. Yeah, I, I would I would assume that would be the case. And when we say burden as well, um, you know, it's not necessarily that it's a I would think that it's not a burden yeah, because not it's a your bad parents. Burden. Yeah. Yeah. But there are there are adjustments that you have to make. Mm-hmm. And that I'm sure can be very difficult, very challenging. Um, you know, one of the things that that we always pray in our house is that Lord keep us in our right mind mm-hmm. where we can function cognitively and 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 that our bodies remain as physically strong and functionable as possible. Yes. As long as possible so that we're not a burden on our kids and so I, I, I certainly know or imagine that the uh, aging parent also probably if they're in, in their cognitive mind they feel like a burden to their child uh-huh. you know having yeah. having to have someone constantly take care of them to do things for them that one they used to be able to do for themselves and uh-huh. so there's an adjustment there of them having to relinquish authority of just functioning to someone else um so there's a lot of there are a lot of layers there a lot of uh, layers. psychological physical men, i mean just just so much there that i'm sure people are going through and and so we were we were just thinking about it and decided to talk about it a little bit because mm-hmm. it is something that i think at some point in life we all have to kind of think through uh for those of us that are fortunate and blessed enough to still have our parents around it's something that you need to be thinking about and talking about and i don't think people talk enough about um the care that's going to be given to their parents and and the care that we want as parents from our kids um you know i know people that tell their kids right now listen just put me in a home i don't want to be a burden (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to be a burden on you kids. I want to be I want you to be able to live your life, but put me in a home. But then that kid, if they care anything about their parents, they're going to be like, ah, I got to think about that. You know, I don't I don't want to do that because, again, I don't know how well people will take care of you. And then we've got to make sure we've got the financial means to be able to do that. Well, for everybody that is listening, and if my <laughs> children are listening, uh, do not put me in a home. <laughs> Period. Uh, <laughs> you can have someone come in home to help you. There you go. But do not put me in a home. I agree. So if you're listening to her, I I second that for me as well. <laughs> um, if at all possible, do not put me in a home. Do your best to take care of me. I'm going to do the best to take care of everything on my end while we're young enough to put stuff in place right. um, so that it is not as much of a burden on you. But yeah, this is this is a serious subject that many people are, I'm sure, dealing with, which leads to to something else that we don't often think about, which because we start thinking that it's morbid to talk about this stuff. But what? Uh, is your life insurance in place? Mm-hmm. Do you have life insurance in place? Do you have, um, you know, uh, insurance for long-term care? I mean, all these different things that come with aging right. uh, is something that we really need to be thinking about. Do you have enough insurance? If you're young enough now to get insurance while it's on the lower end of the spectrum, you need to you need to get insurance now yeah. and maintain it and keep it so that you can get enough to make sure you're taking care of your family. And when you think about life insurance, health insurance, you need to get not just enough to bury you. Exactly. You need to get enough to take care of all your bills that you're leaving behind. Mm-hmm. 
Make sure you can pay off your house. Make sure you can pay off your random uh, bills, your cars, your, your credit cards or whatever loans or whatever you might have. When you get your insurance, you got to think far beyond just burying me because I'm leaving something behind if, I, if I'm not debt free. Exactly. And if you have children, leave them a little something. <laughs> get enough to leave them a little something um, so that they are, they're able to go on. And, and maybe it'll put them ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. Mm-hmm. So those are things that you can that you can be working on now if you're not doing that or if you don't already have it in place um, is to make sure that your your insurance is in place, um, which leads to another thing, because mm-hmm. life is a is a series of phases for mm-hmm. us. What you do in your younger age can help you in your elderly age. Right. Right. So are we taking care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. Are we feeding ourselves good food? Or are we just going out on a sugar binge every day? Junk food binge mm-hmm. every day. You mean to tell me I can't eat donuts, cookies, cakes, and pies? Oh, you every certainly day. can. Okay. You can you can eat it every day if you want to, but I promise you it's gonna come back to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you you're your sugar, your blood, your, your blood sugar and all that stuff is going to be off the Richter scale. So we've we've got to do things early on and make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. That's true. And then we need to look at our family, our family history. What do, what do we have in our family? Diabetes, um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. If these things are in your family bloodline, then you need to know that. And then you need to do the things that you can to avoid falling in that same trap right. that everybody else in your family uh, is falling into. So, And, you know, what I'm learning as I as I get older is that a lot of things can be treated with how you eat. Yeah. It's, it's all in the foods and, and drinks that we consume. And so, you know, we have we do we have to be very careful with what we put in our bodies mm-hmm. as we grow older. Uh, when I was younger, I could eat some things that I can't eat now. You know, you have acid reflux you have you know all these type things that bothers you now that yeah. you're older you know i can't eat pizza <laughs> late at night and lay down right. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm gonna suffer through the night so it's important for us like you said to be aware of those things yeah. and not harm do more harm to our bodies than than we have to yeah i think all of that is is it's us doing our part to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves so that we are uh, when we're in the ages of 75, uh, 80, 85, mm-hmm. you know, that, that our bodies are still in a pretty good condition right. based on how we've taken care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And movement is going to be important. There we go. Um, you know, we need to get out and walk. It's not about, you know, doing a marathon and mm-hmm. all those type things. But if we just do a brisk walk, even if you are 69, 70, and you still can walk, you need to do a brisk walk. Uh, and they say that that helps your blood pressure and, mm-hmm. and all types of things, keep your digestive system going mm-hmm. and everything. And so those little things like that really impacts how your body functions. That's really good. So exercise is what yes. you're saying. So we yes. need to be doing some form of exercise mm-hmm. to make sure that the body is moving and functioning the way that it should be. So, so you know, it's, it's really our responsibility to help our children or help our caregivers uh, in what we do right now, uh, taking care of ourselves physically. Another thing that you have to consider as well as you're eating food and as you're working out, right? Mm-hmm. You also need to look at your vitamin intakes. You need to look at taking 
some kind of supplements because we know that today the foods are not as healthy as they used to be back right. in the day. We're not necessarily just growing everything in our backyards the way we used to back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are some nutrients and some things that may be missing in food because of the processing of food. And so it's essential that we take vitamins that are good for us. And here's the thing we need to look at. As we look at our family history, we need to take vitamins that are going to be beneficial for our body. Everybody is different. Yes. And so not everybody needs to take a load of vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C, take you a little vitamin C, but not everybody needs to gang up on vitamin C or mm -hmm. not everybody needs a ton, like a large um, total of a large sum of uh, vitamin D, you know. Right. But there are people that will need more vitamin D than others. And, yeah. you know, we can all use a little bit of omega-3 fatty acid or such, such mm -hmm. things of that nature. Um, but you need to pay close attention to what your body needs. Yeah. And, and then fuel it with that. You know, like for us, um, yeah. me and my oldest son, we have to take vitamin D supplements yeah. because our bodies are deficient in in vitamin D. And so we have to take supplements. But my husband, on, on, on the other hand... Mm -hmm doesn't have that problem right so that's another thing it's important for you to go to your physician to have a have your blood work done yes so that you can see what you're deficient in because that may be why your muscles are burning all the time or or they're weak or right. you know you're feeling down you're feeling tired all the time um just something simple as vitamin d deficiency so it's, it's very important to stay in tune with your body to know how to feed it the nutrients that is that it needs absolutely um so that's good um addition in addition to that you need to do your regular physical checkups yes um i know we don't like the doctors but the doctors are they should be there to help us mm -hmm. you know back in the day people had a good relationship with their doctor <laughs> they were you know well uh, they were better doctors too okay it, it, that's what you want to say that's what i want to say I, they really i i believe that they cared for their patients and not just about money okay and today we have, unfortunately, we, we have, it was in everything. You have people that are just in it for the money. Mm -hmm. um, so, but there are some good doctors out there. You yes. just have to do your research and interview your doctors. That perfectly, well, very well said. Interview your doctor. Um, I think you do need to kind of shop around. That The thing is that there are a lot of doctors now. So mm -hmm. um, you should shop around a little bit. <laughs> shop around for your doctor to make sure <laughs> that that doctor lines up with you um bedside manners i mean yes bedside, that's, that's important that's very important if are they are they approachable are they um do they do they really talk to you and care about you the person or are they just concerned about your check mm -hmm. uh, coming through so um, finding a good doctor and making sure that you visit your doctor <laughs> make sure that you visit and this is for the fellas because i know you know, there's a, a period in my life where I'm just kind of like, I, I feel good. I'm not going, mm -hmm. you know, but every year you at least need to go see your doctor at least once a year right. in, in a healthy state to make sure that your levels are still good to make sure. So um, an annual physical is, is necessary. Um, if something's going on, then certainly go. Uh, there was a nurse that one told, once told me that if you're having any pains in your body, you need to get it checked out because that your body should not have pains. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're having issues, go get it checked out. Don't wait until it disappears because truthfully, because something disappears doesn't mean that it's gone. So and I'm not a, we're not doctors on this show. We're not 
We're not trying to diagnose anybody with anything, but we want you to pay close attention to your body. It is our responsibility to take care of our bodies to make sure that we're functioning the way that we should, because ultimately... Um, someone may be responsible for taking care of you when you're older. That's and, right. And we want to make sure we do our part to to help them now. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe T.D. Jake said this, that there's, a, there's a, an older person in all of us. There are two people essentially that exist within us, and there's, there's this young person that's living, and then there's an older person. Mm-hmm. And that older person is, is depending on the younger person to do everything they can to make sure that the older person is taken care of and healthy and well by the time they, they, they come to be. Yes. So we do need to do our part to take care of ourselves as we're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if we're older, you know, it's time to, if you, if you don't exercise right now and you're, you know, 60, 70, whatever, uh, but you can, then do it. Mm-hmm. Let the sugar go. Cut back on the sodas. Get rid of them if you can. Drink more water. You know, get more fruit in you or whatever your body needs to function completely. That's what we need to do. Yeah. And it's not easy, but a long, healthy life is worth it. Absolutely. That's your reward. Long, healthy life. Yes. You know, my prayer is that we get to see our grandchildren and our great grandchildren and to be able to enjoy the times that we have um, with all of them. And, And not only that, but to fulfill the, the purpose and the mission that God has given us for our life. So um, you can't complete something that you're not trying to take care of with your physical body. So mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Yes. That's what we want you to do. So, hey, this is, this is what we're saying for you today, to take care of yourself. Do everything you can in your power to make sure that you're uh, watching out for you. Um, and you can't do any of this without God. So we, we certainly have to pray about all these different things, Amen. which leads us to um, us wanting to pray for you right now before we, we end this powerful session. So uh, if you would, just pray with us. Father, we thank you today just for your divine mercy, your grace, and God, all the things that you are to us. But Father, you are our doctor. You are our healer. You are our counselor, God. You are our lawyer. You are our father, our mother. You are our protector in everything, in every way that we need you. You are that for us. And we're just grateful, God, to be able to to share our hearts with those men and women and those individuals that will listen to yes. uh, what we're saying today. We're just grateful to be able to share. Uh, we ask, God, that this will be a blessing to someone that needs to hear it. And, God, that there will be something said that will touch someone to be able to take action on what we've said and to be able to do things better and in a better way and to prepare their lives, God. And we are just grateful today for all you are to us and we give your name all honor glory and praise in jesus name we pray amen amen